Shabbos daf nun hey, the Gemara tells us if a person sees somebody sinning, doing an Avera, and he doesn't do Macha, he doesn't rebuke them, he doesn't give them Musr, or if he sees his family, his people from his city, Klal Yisrael, if he has the ability, he's a king, he's a Nasi, and he doesn't rebuke them, it's as if he himself sinned. Shmuel ignored a woman who demanded it in Torah. Rabbi Yehuda, his Talmud says, Rabbi, it says in the Pasuk, if you don't listen to the poor at the end, they won't listen to you. Says Shmuel, Roish Chobekar, your Rebbe, who's myself, Shmuel, is in cold water. Roish Roish your Rebbe's Rebbe, who's Shmuel's Rebbe, Marukva, he's in hot water. He's in charge. He's not bedding. Let him do this entire. There's amazing Taisvis in Baba Basra, the Fyodom Beis, in the Sugya of El Yoinim, Lamatov, Tachtoinim, Lamalo. That Taisvis says, because of this Sugya, in Shamayim, Rabbi Yehuda is on top, and Shmuel, the Rebbe, is on the bottom. Ben Yayoda adds, he says, Shmuel, in fact, answered him well. It wasn't his problem. But the fact that he didn't rebuke his own Rebbe, Marukva, that's where the problem lays, and that's why Rabbi Yehuda is Lamala. Rabbi Zerah says, you, you must rebuke somebody, even Besafek, even if you're not sure he'll accept your Musa. Now, if a person doesn't accept your Musa, Taisus points out, you should not rebuke them. You see that, because even though, when he promises something good, he always sticks to his promise, besides in one case. When Yechezkel was giving an avua on the future Puranas, Yishbaruch tells him, Gavriel HaMalach is going to put the letter Tuf on the foreheads of Tzadikim to indicate to the Malach and Chabala not to kill them, and a Tuf made out of blood on the foreheads of the Rishayim to kill them. Says the Midas Hadin Baruch Hu, what's the difference between the Rishayim and the Tzadikim? Says the Baruch Hu, these are Tzadikim Gemurim, and these are Rishayim Gemurim. Says the Midas Hadin, but the Tzadikim had the ability to rebuke, and they didn't rebuke, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu agreed with the Midas Adin. And in fact, the Malachim came and destroyed the Tzadikim before they destroyed the Rishayim. We started from the Levim and the Vesamidosh by the Mizbeach, as they were playing the Kalim, the instruments that were made out of copper. The six Malachi Chabala that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent to destroy Klai Yisrael were called Fury, anger, and wrath, destroyer, breaker, and annihilator. These are the midah of destruction. Why did Akash Baruch Hu choose the letter Tuf out of all the letters? Because it stands for Mitomos Mitzichia. Who's going to live? Who's going to die? Or Tamo or Tachin Schusavis. The end. This is the end of the Schus of Avram Yitzchak Or the signature of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the word Emes. The first letter in the Aleph is the last, and the middle letter of the Aleph is Mem. Meaning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was there from the beginning, he's there all the way at the end, and he's there today. And the last letter is a Tav. When did the Schus Aves stop? Machloikis. Either from Hoshea ben Be'eri, Shmuel says from Chazal's time, Rabbi Shua Melevi says from Eliyahu's time, and Rabbi Yochanan says from Chizkiyahu's time. Rabbi says a concept. No one in this world dies unless they sin. And no one in this world receives pain and affliction unless they sin, bemaze it on purpose. He has to explain. Adam Rishon created death in this world because he didn't listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a man that says that the reason Moshe and Aaron died is because they also sinned. They should have listened to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and they should have hit the rock and not speak to the rock. However, there's a bomb question from the Brisa. The Brisa says that there are four people that never ever sinned. 
And the only reason they died is because of the head of other Marishan. And they are Binyamin, one of the Shvatim, Amram, the father of Moshe Rabbeinu, Yishai, the father of David, and Kilov, the son of David. In other words, it's possible to die without sinning, not like Rabbi Ami says. Gemara goes through a bunch of different G'daylum in the generations that whoever says that they sinned is making a mistake. Whoever says Ruvain sinned, the Ish is mistaken. Although the Pasuk says, Vayishkav es Bila, he was with Bila, it doesn't mean necessarily Ish What it means is, the fact is the Torah says that he's one of the twelve Shvatim. He's equal to all the Shvatim in Sitkas. So what the Torah meant to say is that he took out the bed, he's Mabaldo Yitzui Aviv, he took out the bed of Bila and put it in the tent of Leah. Some say he even took out Kaviyachal, the bed of Akadosh Baruch Hu as well. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says it's impossible that in later generations Ruvain's descendants are going to stand on Har Evil and scream out, Arur, cursed is the one who is over on Eshesh, while their own grandfather was over. So therefore it doesn't make sense. He was not over on Eshesh. The Torah says, Yaakov Avinu told Ruvain, Pachaz Kamayim al Pachaz is a Rosh Hashanah. Pei Chaz Zayin. What exactly does that mean? A number of Shittas here. Rebeleza says, it's the words, Pasto Chafto Zalto. You hasten me. You are liable because you belittled. Referring to Bila. Rabbi Shua says, Pesato Das. You trampled on the law. Chotasa, you sinned. Zonisa, you were over on Znos. Rebbe says, Pilalto. You davened that it shouldn't happen. Chilalto. You beseech HaKosh Baruch that it shouldn't happen before it happened. And therefore, Zorchot Filascha, your davening shine. Rabbi Loza Amidai says, let's flip the word Pachaz in reverse. It's Zayin Ches Pei. And that stands for Zazato Hirtato Porcho Chetmcha. You trembled. You drew back. And therefore, the sin didn't happen. It flew away. Rava says, Zohar to You remembered, you recalled what the Einish is for Eishesish. Chalisa Gadol. You made yourself sick. You sickened yourself over this Avera not to be over the Avera. And therefore, Parashtam Lachatoi. And you refrained from sinning. Whoever says that the sons of Elia Kayin sinned, although it says in the Pasuk, referring to Eishesish, Asher Yishkevun, they were with these women in the Bishamikdash, it doesn't mean necessarily Eishesish. In fact, Chafni, the son of Eli, is comparable to Pinchas. And since the Torah tells us that the, the grandson of Pinchas brought a Mincha as a Kayin, therefore it's impossible that he's over an Ishish, because somebody that's over an Ishish cannot have descendants that bring Korbanas in the Bishan Migdash, and Chafni is like Pinchas. That's one shot. Why does the Torah say that they were over an Ishish? Because they didn't allow the women to go back home in time, they didn't bring the Korbanas right away. And because the women didn't go back to their husbands, it says if they were over an Eishesish. And finally, according to another man, it says that they were the son, wicked sons. In other words, Pinchas was also wicked. It says the Gemara, Chafni sinned on Eishesish. But because Pinchas didn't rebuke him, didn't give him Musr Teichacha, it's as if Pinchas himself sinned on Have a wonderful day.